It is intended only for mature audiences. How are you? I'm actually really good. Yeah? yeah? What are you feeling over there? Give me that energy, man. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> excited to, to have someone in the studio with us. Yes. I'm I know. I mean, I love excited. talking to you I know, all the but time. I'm, but I talk to you all the time. It kind of gets old. <laughs> Sorry, thanks. Such a bitch. She's such a fucking bitch. No, <laughs> you're really you. not. You're really Thank not. You. You're patting yourself on the back. <laughs> um, I don't even want to waste time like talking about what's been going on with our days because it doesn't really matter because we have someone in the studio that is a very dear, like old school friend of mine who needs no introduction, really. If you don't know who he is, you've been living under a fucking rock. He's <laughs> one of the most famous people on the planet. Um, I'm not even going to go down your list of movies because it's just ridiculous to even bother to go down if you uh, are alive and your heart is beating and uh, you will know who Corey fucking <laughs> Feldman is. So fucking icon. Welcome to Woo! Talk Scary to Me. Fireworks, fireworks, the balloons draw. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Man, I love your spirit. Every time I encounter, I just you have the Always. best spirit ever. <laughs> I swear. You, I like love a it. ball of fucking light and sunshine. And just because oh, so, so we're seeing what's on your table right now. Speaking of speaking a ball of, a of ball light of and light fucking sunshine, sunshine right? and oh. a giant heart. Oh. Giant heart. Um, I brought my biggest heart on for you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had that button still. Oh my god, dun, I know. Dun. I miss those buttons. Tell button? me every button? We used button? to have this little zoom that like we had these little that's where that little jingle comes from at the opening okay. of our show. It's we had like six buttons to choose from when we were doing this when at we my were house. Recording. Sound effects. Yeah, yeah sound we had effects. Six. We literally would just touch all these buttons when like, we first wah, started this wah, podcast. Wah, yeah. Wah, wah. Oh, and then dun dun dun. And then <laughs> what else what else was there? There was like clapping. Yeah, there was clapping applause. I love that. We could never get it right. We could never get it right. So tell me what let's just start with this, because this is this is the box. Every woman loves to talk about a nice box. Yes. Yeah. So does, so does yes. a man. Yes. That's right. Especially if it's a nice heart-shaped yes. box. box. And this is a heart-shaped box full of love. Yeah. And it is the Love Left 2.1 box set. Heck so yes. What we have right here is a collection of six discs. It's six discs contained within which are four CDs, two DVDs. And comprised of the remix and remastering of my very first album, Love Left, which came out in 1993 wow. on an independent label. I have since bought the rights to the album and re-released it, remixed it, remastered it, re-engineered it, and re-released it. I mean, you do everything. Yes, you seriously. just do fucking everything. Thank you. Well, I do have partners. You... I don't do it all myself. <laughs> well, I but try. it's your mastermind. It's, 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 it's my all own there. Obsessive compulsive. Yes. Uh, oh, you know, I understand. Power control yes. freak. <laughs> yes, you get it. Yes. Okay. So, um, but no, I um, I do have my my dear dear uh, working partner Greg Sartiano, who is like the other half of my brain yeah. and he works with me dedicated in my studio lives literally in my home wow. 
like that's how dedicated this is yeah. because wow. our our studio is in the home, mm-hmm. and so it's literally you know I've had like Fred Durst sleeping on my floor. You know what I'm saying? It's like this sick. is this can is, you is invite can you just call yeah, yeah. Us? <laughs> But you <laughs> the craziness you, I mean, of my life. You have yeah. partnered with. Uh, can you go down the list a little bit of who you've collaborated with? Oh my god, and that's uh, it's, the greatest it's thing. Fucking insane. Yeah, that's the greatest thing about this box set because okay, well obviously it doesn't cover all my music because I've now put out like seven. Seven individual albums. Okay. okay. Shit, I didn't know it was that much. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this is my first album, and because this is such a big project, there's four CDs. So now right. you could technically say I've put out eleven wow. albums. Wow. But, um, but that said, the seventh album is in here, and it's a brand new album, which is called Love Left Two: mm-hmm. Army with Love. So it's a sequel to the original album. Okay. So the original album came out in 1993, 1994. Um, and it was mostly comprised of like film soundtracks because at that time I, there was no independent labels Mm. really. There was really no way to get your stuff out to the mainstream. I mean, you could print up a thousand CDs and like hand them out to people or like Mm -hmm. sell them at autograph shows, but that was about as far as it was going to go because nobody would pick up distribution Mm. if you didn't have a label behind you. There was no such thing, um, until iTunes came around you know, and, and podcast and pods and yeah. iPods and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the whole world and the whole game changed and self-distribution mm-hmm. became a reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put out an album in 1993, which was basically a compilation of a few film soundtracks that I had done up until that point, And then a few original songs that I threw together at the last minute, because the guy who had produced two of my films for a movie called, oh, I'm sorry, for a company called Movie Store, um, which at the time was also called uh, Planet Productions. Before it became the Movie Store, it became Planet. It was Planet Productions. Planet Productions. The producer actually produced Children of the Corn. Okay. Wow. And a bunch of those yeah. kind of. 80s, early 90s movies. Well, he had produced a movie of mine, which was originally titled Happy Campers. Okay. Second movie I shot out of rehab when I got my life together in the in the late 80s. Um, and he was producing the movie and he heard my music and he said, Man, what are you gonna do with that? And I said, Well, I want to put out an album. And I said, by the way, of course, I want music in the soundtrack, which we didn't do for that movie. Uh, But he's like, well, I can't do it for this movie because it's, you know, we can't even afford it. It's all cheesy kind of licensed, whatever. But what we will do is we will uh, help you get this album out. And I was like, great. So he's like, "Okay, we're going to just print a thousand copies. Just get me the best nine songs you have. Now, here's the thing. I had started recording in 1986. So 1986 was my very first recording when I was mm. living at my dad's apartment, working oh, on Lost Boys, right. working wow. on Lost Boys, and hanging out with Michael Jackson. Right. And I recorded this song at some dude's apartment, right. and the song Sound is called is like, Terrible, yeah. but it's called Runaway. Mm. And the irony of it is that it was right before I ran away mm. and got emancipated. Mm. So this was like kind of this beckoning call, yeah. if you will, and and foretelling of a story of the future. Yeah. And I actually wrote a 15-minute short film, which was the Runaway Video, which I then put together, directed, shot, and choreographed a dance scene and did this whole thing. And 
I don't know if you ever got to meet Majestic. Did you ever get to meet Majestic? Uh, yeah, I the think so. Yeah, guy? yeah, 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 yes. yes. And he was like best friends with Michael yes, Jackson. Yes, and he yes, looked like little yes, Richard. Yes, okay, hundred percent. So okay, and he was a character, but yes. he died unfortunately. I see like of purple blazer. I don't yes, know why. Okay, yes, I got it. Yes, his little purple boots <laughs> yes, he would wear yes. and the little curl. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> I remember. I'm excited you guys oh, are about this. Old day. Oh my God, such a character <laughs> this guy. But anyway, so he, I was introduced to him by by Michael Jackson. He plays the main bad guy who's like you know his name was blackjack and he was like the killer pimp and <laughs> oh my the, god the yes. video starts off with me like laying in a gutter in an alley and you see this like little kid and he's like you know the, the guy's hand comes in and he like pulls back a newspaper like gee what's this perfectly good white boy doing laying in the trash you know <laughs> sort of a thing <laughs> and uh and he's like you know what are you doing out here and i'm like yeah. i'm a runaway and he says oh you can do better than this i'm gonna get you some clean clothes and get you some money and some food and get you off the streets and i'm like great so he helps me out he takes me up to this apartment and then you find out that the apartment is actually a big sex trade thing it's like a, a, a sex trafficking oh, okay. thing where where there, yeah where there's like a couple henchmen oh, and there's some cute girl and the girl i guess is also probably underage and they take the two of us and they throw us in a room they tie us up throw us in a room and say we're going to give you drugs and make you have sex and perform acts of sex for us shit. and we're like what the hell so then it cuts you know, you don't see what happens. And then like a few seconds later, the door smashes open. And instead of the, you know, beat up, torn up kid that's the runaway on the street, you see the rock star Corey Feldman come out and he's kicking ass and dancing and singing. And, you know, it's like very, you right. know, kind of Michael Jackson, 1986 right. circa bad, right. where he goes from like the punk kid who gets beat up to like yeah, the rock star. For guy. sure. You know, that for that sure. same kind of idea. Ironically, though, it came out or it would have come out before bad. We'd shot it before Bad was out, and I don't know if Michael and I were talking storylines, and that's how oh, it happened. Oh, shit. Wow. I don't remember exactly, but I just know that they're very similar storylines. Interesting. Very storyline. So anyway. Um, but, where can, can we see this anywhere? Well, here's the deal. Yeah. So years later, I was able to salvage the music video part of it. Unfortunately, the 10 minutes of written dialogue and oh. interactive scenes that lead up to the music part of it has gone it's by gone. the wayside, so oh, I'll never man. find it again. Shit. It's Damn. gone in my dad's, you know, collection of where. dust somewhere, right? <laughs> um, but that said, I was able to salvage just the music video part. It is available on my YouTube channel. Oh, okay, for free. Amazing. For those who want to see I'm gonna it. see yeah, it out see right after. Yeah, we're gonna watch <laughs> and, it. And and. It's in this box set oh. in a very nice HD format on a DVD. Dope. So we've released it, you know, in physical format for the very first time, as well as the song itself, Runaway, which is available now for the first time ever on this CD in a digital format, but not digitally because none of it's been released digitally. But that said, we are talking about possibly releasing the entire box set digitally over the summer. Oh. So as of right now, the only way you can hear any of this music or see to buy any it of the on videos your website, is to right? buy the physical box set, which is available at my website. I mean, you guys want CoreyFeldman.net. You want to buy the physical box set. Yeah, right. we got to see the sneak peek. I mean, that, it, it's cool. It's yeah. big. It's big. It's big. There's and it's a lot hard. of stuff in there. It's big and hard. Yeah. <laughs> Our audience we likes love big that, and hard. I thought I they mean, might. I mean, it's pretty, too. We yeah. like it. We it's like a really it pretty. pretty one, isn't it's it? It's really it pretty, pretty, Corey. Yeah. Really pretty. <laughs> I've been told that so many times. I got to tell you. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> oh, my God. I 
no, it's beautiful. And, <laughs> it and, beautiful. And, and the thing is, it's like, it's kind of reminiscent of the 70s, right? Yeah. Yes. Late 60s. It's got that yeah. whole psychedelic kind my of vibe. Say, my favorite. Very kind of Beatlesque, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we, so we uh, went ahead and we put together this compilation of these great moments, and we got interviews with all the people who were a part of it, except for, like, unfortunately, Alfonso. I haven't seen him in years, right. but him and I did one of my very first demos together, yeah, which is for I It's saw, So Simple. It's amazing. And It's So Simple is a song that still to this day we close every single concert with, and it's a song that I wrote when I was 15 years old. It was probably the third song that I ever wrote, and the first time it was performed was on an after-school special with Drew those. Barrymore, Drew oh. Barrymore, Tatum O'Neill, right. and uh, Dante, the kid from Hook, yeah, yeah. Dante Bosco, Bosco yeah. and all of us sang "It's So Simple" together in 1986. Oh we were. God. It was a movie about kids in a drug rehab. Okay. Called Fifteen and I Getting probably Straight. Probably auditioned for it. Yeah, probably. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's were you in it? <laughs> so, so the thing is, we did this. We all sang my song, and then you know, Alfonso and I went and recorded a proper demo of it. So we have the original demo versions of it here wow. in the rarities and the unreleased material yeah. stuff on the CDs. And then we also have a clip of all of us singing it from the Jeez. after school special. Then we have. Uh, the next song, Something in Your Eyes, which I actually sang as my very first television performance ever on the very first Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. Oh, shit. Whoa. Yes. How crazy is that? That is so crazy. And that I doesn't have... even exist anymore, does it? Yeah, it does. It does? Yeah, 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 they do. Oh, oh, oh they ain't going to get rid of that. Yeah. Oh, they ain't going to get rid of that. Now good. they have, like, Jim Carrey hosting oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. right. <laughs> a huge thing. But, like, so back then, it was Will Wheaton and Nicole yeah. Eggert introducing me. If you can imagine Damn. that. Um, yeah. So we have that in HD for the wow. very first time on this box set. Like, I used to so see you perform cool when we did the Hollywood Hoopsters. Do you remember? That's right. So Henry Penzi. That's right. So yes. Corey and I were in were in this like back in the day. We I don't I mean it, there was a lot of that stuff. And Michael Marish, of course. Of course. Yes. Um, there was a group of actors that would travel to different schools, and we would play basketball against the school basketball team to raise money for the school. Wow. And we would get on these buses or these flights, and we would go and do the. And at the halftime, I guess it's called halftime in basketball. Yeah, yeah. halftime. Yeah. You guys yeah. performed? Yeah. Corey would perform. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I would come out and do like a song. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Oh, so it was guys. like we got to sort of. I mean, it was, it such was a, a mini performance. Yeah. Mini performance. I wonder what it was. You know what? Like, you know what that was about? Guys, all you little ones Dude. getting in Corey trouble. Was on never, those he was never around. Right. Okay. You were like, he was in a different hotel, from okay. what I remember. Yeah. Totally separate. Because I, I, I don't know if you were already you know why? like Do clean I, and I can, straight. Or... No, I wasn't. I was a mess. But you know what it was? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I was having fun. We were all partying. No, I was partying too, but I was just, you know, had to keep my bubble. But the reason why is because I sucked at sports. Oh. And that's why I wasn't part of it. It was never because like I was I thought I was better than anybody or no, anything. No, like I mean like the after parties just, and stuff. I, know, I, I know. never saw but you. That, never... Well, because a lot of times I would leave right after. Of course, yeah. You know, because I was just there for the performance. Yeah. So I would perform right, and then I would leave. But right. the reason why and the reason I wasn't with you guys as a group was because I sucked at sports. Oh my god. So I was like, <laughs> what truth. am I gonna do? The I'm gonna go out there out. and play basketball and look like a buffoon. You could have cheerled cheerleaded with us. Okay. It's like me, Danielle, Danielle. Not gay. 
not gay. All right. You don't have to be gay to be a cheerleader. Is that true? I'm. I'm. I don't no. think you do. How I mean, many? How many, non, how many non-gay cheerleaders do you know? I don't know any guy cheerleaders. Exactly my point. Exactly my point. So we would do these. So shows if you're out there and you're like, listening and you're a non-gay cheerleader, call in right now. Write in. Write I want. In but you know what? It might be a way to meet girls. It is a, a perfect Great way. way to meet girls. I mean, you're yes. literally like you know, you're like, you're, with all the fucking cheerleaders. I'm saying you're, you're the only option. You're the only option at That's that point. It. Those are the smart. Those are the smart <laughs> ones. Um, kind of like the hairdressers and the makeup artists, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like, no, I'm not gay, but I get to talk to all the hot girls all day. My so hairdresser. I have one. My hairdresser now is gay, but my yeah. hairdresser before wasn't. And he was mm. always like, always had all the girls. They're always mm. gorgeous. The oh yeah. They're so hot. Um, <laughs> can we talk? Okay. This is amazing. I love this. Got it. This is we're new gonna... album, new single. Can I just finish with yes, the? Yes, please. So, so we have a single out right now called "Comeback King." Yes, I don't know yes. if you've had a chance to yes. hear it, see the video. Yes, I did. The video went viral. Very yep. exciting. Yes. Uh, we uh, are putting out a remix right now with a remix video, which should be launching probably before this ever airs. Uh, so I should probably say, yes, we put out a remix yes, video yes. and <laughs> it was really cool. And we're getting ready to put out my very next single. And okay. the next single is, I think, going to be our biggest hit yet. I think it's okay. the most mainstream pop song I've ever done. Cool. Which is kind of crazy. You kind of get are all over the place with your genres. Like whatever yes. you're feeling, you just you just do. Yeah, which is it, great. Well, actually, you if can I, do anything. You know what it is? It's that I hear uh, a melody in my head and I go and I jot it down. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I try to give it life. And when the musicians kind of really hear what I'm doing or if I can articulate it into a musical structure and play it for them properly and we get a really good base of what that song mm -hmm. is going to be, then it comes out the way I envisioned it or it comes out even better and I feel really proud of it. But you just don't know. Yeah. That's the problem. Sometimes you hear a melody and you hear something in your head and you think, this is going to be great. And then you hear it back and you're like, it's cool, but it's not, it's not what you top thought, yeah. 40 or it's not this or it's not that. Right. So I'm not going to classify it or categorize it. I'll just put it to the shelf and say, yeah. at some point it'll join the collection. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Which is why when you listen to my albums, a lot of people like the fact that, you know, a lot of pop artists, you listen to one song shit. and mm. then you listen to the next song and it's like the same thing yeah. but like different lyrics. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? for sure. But with my albums, when you put it on, it is an adventure. Most of them are concept albums. Right. So they tell a story. Like this album, ironically, before this whole Ukraine war started, the album is called Love Left To mm -hmm. Arm Me With Love. Mm. And it's literally war sounds at the beginning of this album. And oh, you hear like the battlefield and you hear all this stuff going on and it's about like trying to find peace right, trying to yeah. find love trying to find happiness and harmony in the middle of all of this insanity so from perfect, covid perfect timing to, for yeah. it to come out all this stuff exactly so it really fits the, the the hammer on the head and the new single is called without you um maybe we can find a who way to play it who is who is the person well it was written about my uh wife Okay. About she's my current so wife, lovely. Courtney. Yes. Thank I you. Love yes. Yes. Oh, I love and Courtney. she's actually a big part of this album. She's of a course. big she's on the she's back. She's your wife. They're party. I mean, she's you know. on the back cover. You can't see it right now, but I'll show you later. But she's on the back cover of the album. Oh, there's actually there's a song, saw, yeah. a song dedicated yes. to her uh, called Oh Courtney. Yes. Which I wrote for her Aww. for our wedding anniversary. Uh, how many years are you married? Now? We've now been married five years. Five years. Good, yes. Good. Our five year anniversary Amazing. this year. 
And um, and so anyway, so yes, she's also a background singer on it. Right. And of course, on the tour, she's uh, a keyboard player, DJ, and singer. Jesus. So she does a lot. She, she wears a lot of hats. And she runs the video component because she does <laughs> oh my everything. Gosh. <laughs> she runs everything through her board. It wow. all kind of runs through Whoa. the board. It's pretty crazy. Uh, and then it's live music on top but of all that. But you have to be with somebody that can do a million things at once. Well, right? yes, of course. Or you'd be bored out of your mind. Listen, <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Yeah. Her main thing is she's a health coach, which has um, nothing to do with any yeah. of this. Huh. But she's like really, really good she's at what she does. She's given me some great advice. Good. Like what? Tell me what. I'm not gonna get uh, it. Okay. It'll get into my really deep shit. <laughs> okay. It'll. We 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 first met at a London con, yeah. and Courtney was like, "You need to come out with us." And you guys ended up going to a strip joint. Okay. And I ended up going with you guys. And the advice that Courtney gave me at this place, <laughs> and I remember looking at the strip joint, and I was just like. And I was crying. I was like, oh, my God, this advice is just amazing. Aww. It was, like, such a spectacular. Only Courtney play. can turn a strip club into a spiritual <laughs> adventure. Right? Yeah, it was exactly. so amazing. It was so uh, great. Yeah. What so do you, you have tours coming yeah, out, what too. Are your tours? Yes, the new tour. The new tour. We're so excited. So the official tour starts in August. Okay. I believe it's, like, around August 14th or 15th. Uh, we start in Texas. Oh, I'm gonna be there. Uh, That's where I'm moving. No, we yeah, have to down. go. We have Come. to go together. Okay, okay so we're I'll doing, we're doing a big one in San Antonio, okay. oh, cool. which is going to be a con, which you should be oh, at, sure. and it's going to be called Santa Carla Summer. Okay, mm. and it's basically a, they're turning like the the the. I don't know if it's like the the parking lot into the boardwalk from the movie Lost Boys. Oh wow! wow. And they're gonna try and bring a couple of the other Lost Boys guys, yeah. but they're also gonna have other actors right. from other projects and stuff there as well signing. So it's a big signing thing, a big con, and then we're gonna perform on the final night, the big kind of finale. We'll totally be there. Big yeah, concert. let's road it trip it. Really Seriously, I'm down. I'll come to you. We'll road trip. Fucking awesome. Totally fun. Front row Corey so, Feldman concert. You know it. <laughs> yes. So so mid August, that's gonna okay. happen. But we're also talking about doing, and, and this hasn't been officially announced yet because I'm trying to put it together, but I'm trying to do a kind of 50th anniversary celebration live on stage pay-per-view event to kick off the tour, which would happen oh. at the end of July. Don't have that one locked right. in yet, so as soon as I do, I'll get you guys more yeah, updates and info do. on that. Because oh, yes. I'd love you to, of course, attend of course. that one because it's going to be very special. We're trying to get everybody who performed with me through the year. So let me just quickly oh talk God. about that. Yes. So in this album, in this box set, we have Mickey Thomas, Michael Damien, John Preston, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro, Lita Ford. Yes, Lita! Um, I mean... Oh, there's so there's Roberta so Freeman, much. Roberta Freeman from Pink Floyd oh and Guns N' Roses. Damn. I mean, uh, Blazar. There's just there's it's it's kind of an endless list of people. Dean Pleasance from Suicidal Tendencies. Mm. Jeez. Um, I mean, there's just there's a lot. Of You've collaborated with a lot of fucking yeah. people. Oh, Don Dawkin, of course. Right. And did, I, I was telling you before we were on air. But yeah. Don Dawkin. You know, rocking with Dokken, the man, right. the legend, the myth, was <laughs> responsible for actually making this happen because he was the one who transferred all of my two-inch oh. old-school tapes analog into digital and the way that that happens is by baking them in an oven which yes, is a yes, crazy process this. yeah it's so cool so basically you take your old inch tapes your old two inch tapes yeah. you stick them in an oven but there's this whole process beforehand where you have to meticulously clean them inch by inch with chemicals and like you know q-tips and all this stuff Whoa. so we had this like professor come in do all the cleansing that took months to get it all cleaned up because there was mold there was sure. rot all this stuff you know they're 30 yeah. years old and then you bake it you get all the magnets to jump back into place and you've got one shot 
if you get it right, because it doesn't always work, but if it works properly, you get one shot with the, everything run in place the way that it's supposed to be. You put it through the digital transfer by putting it on an old reel-to-reel machine and connecting it to a digital you know, readout, and you literally get one play through. And if it doesn't catch the first time, you're That's screwed it. because it falls apart, and then you'll never be able to do it again. So you've wow. got one shot at it. And luckily, we restored everything. Oh, my God. So we got all those original masters, and that's how we're releasing, you know, like I said, there's four discs, and one disc is 18 songs of never-before-released material, which includes music from my soundtrack, Rock and Roll High School Forever, Dream a Little Dream, Dream a Little Dream 2, National Lampoon's Last Resort. All these movies that I put music into that never put out a soundtrack album we're releasing it for You've the first got it. time. Damn, yeah. get so it, everybody, get that. it. I want there's one. There's the <laughs> old yeah. album, yeah. and then there's the new album, which has 18 songs, including the brand new single, Comeback King, featuring Curtis Young, who's Dr. Dre's son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. He's super talented, by the way. He's going to be a big, huge breakout rapper. I know it. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's the box set, and Are then we're going on tour too? with it. Well, for Maybe. you, for me. obviously. <laughs> duh. Yay. Um, but yeah. Very exciting. That's oh, what I'm up I'm to. I'm happy for you. You're up to a lot. Yes. But you got it. I love it. Yes. We yes, love yes. you. Yeah, Thank that you. Was well, great. we love you guys, awesome. too. That was so cool. Can I ask you? with both of you. I yeah, know. Glad we finally I made know. something. Yes. Did I, and did and I talk glasses. about the free pair of sunglasses? No. No, those you didn't. pretty rad, though. You I know the old those. school Ray-Bans like I used to wear? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're wearing Like you're right now. Yeah. Your signature. Your signature. Jeez. I didn't realize you were Every time I see you, I see you with those Away with you know it says love left on the side of it. So heck yeah! Yes. All right, we're I'll done talking about that. Oh, I love it. It's so groovy, guys, and it's so beautiful. And I mean, when honestly. we're gonna be putting your stickers on our laptops, we're just yeah. I know. I literally to. was thinking of that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, can Yay, I grab one of those room. stickers? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so we were Promote talking that. earlier. Uh, we haven't gotten a guy. I've only got my husband's opinion on this. We we're talking about this like the new wave of sex toys. So fucking um, weird. So, so I I had heard about the the blowjob machine. What now? It's like a blowjob machine. It's like a. It's like a blowjob machine, and I I bought it. I was like, I just want to buy it. I'm not into drugs. All right, let me just say that I don't do blow. No. 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 Stop right there. I don't either. Okay. okay. Um, but it's a blowjob machine. Oh, I see. You get a job for the blow. You get a job for the blow. Um, and I guess you. It's like it. It. You use it with VR glasses and hooks to porn, and then you can attach it to your woman can have her glasses on, and then you can control her her vibrator from a far so you can like play interact with each other okay. from well, other first of all, places all right. do you have toys no. oh we always ask this see no, no. see no. i told you it's not as common as you think that men have toys. we always ask no. our male because we always no. so most of our shows <laughs> no. most of our shows are if mostly you, if i guy. need toys yeah we've got issues <laughs> <laughs> If my what wife needs girl? toys, she's got issues. But, I've got issues. But what about Wait, if, to if, spice if, things up? If my up. wife needs toys, I've got issues. That's a whole Wait, needing other and story. wanting yeah. are different, That's a though, whole other right? story. Well, let's just say this much. I believe firmly that a man should be capable of making his girl of course you know mm-hmm. orgasm yeah. right and if not then there's kind of a bigger problem yeah of course now, that said does she you know have to satisfy herself sometimes yes. on a lo- i'm sure she does yeah. you know but obviously that's do you not know if she does well i mean i oh see she, she see? references it but it's not something that like she we would... don't talk about like oh boy when you, when right. you write in the store i, mean, I just it... masturbated right exactly yeah because exactly. you'd be like what the fuck why anyway for me well, no I, I no think... you know what we're not like we, we don't have any jealousy right we don't have any jealousy so it's more like 
you know, like, hey, we didn't get to have sex last night before we went to bed. Sorry. Right. I was like caught in the studio. Yeah. And, you know, she's in bed waiting for me forever and then passed out. Of course. And then just decided, screw it. I'll and just has do like it. A vibrator in her, yeah. her bed or whatever, you know. So, mm -hmm. yes, she does have one. She uses it from, you know, brief occasions from time to time when we just, our schedules can't right. or whatever. But does she use it during sex? No. Because there's never really a need to. Right. Because I make sure that, you know. Right, right. Uh, most of the time. Now, there are times where I'm selfish. Right. But I try to always kind of make sure that she's taken care of. Right. If she wants to. Sometimes she doesn't want. Sometimes she just wants me to get off and, and you know, See, go to I, bed. I, I, yeah. We, we always talk too. about this. And I don't I don't feel like a lot of men understand. It's I'm the same way. I'm like, it feels still feels good to have sex. Right. Even yeah. if it's short. Like, I feel like we're connected. Right. Something spiritually happens. And guess what? I don't I'm always cool. orgasm either. That's, That's another interesting. thing, which is, is yeah, because I'm not your average guy, right? But I don't, but it's because my sometimes it's a my, brain yeah. thing, yeah, yes. of course. Sometimes it's I definitely too mental, and it doesn't mean that I'm not there 100, percent right? And like I'm, you know, I'm aroused, I'm ready, we're having a good time, but then all of a sudden I realize like. Oh, man, it's getting late, or right. she's kind of spacing out and not completely right. there. Or <laughs> the whatever. classic space out, right? Whatever yeah. it is, and then I'll, and I'll be the one to stop and be like, "Honey, you're not really here right now. Yeah. I don't want to keep going." Yeah, because I'm it's not one fun of those for anybody yeah. at that exactly, point. Exactly, exactly. Just cuddle and go to sleep yeah, and figure it out in the morning. Exactly. So I exactly. like I like that you said that because my my concern with all these new gadgets that are coming out, yeah. It, it, that we're desensitizing ourselves. Yeah, we're gonna lose our interest with like the real human thing. and yeah. human interaction. Right. Yeah, I mean we've already. But it's kind of like social when media, I use right? my vibrator too much. It's yeah. hard for me to, to get back to normal. To get back right. to normal, and that's why I don't, you know, promote it. That's yeah. why I don't like bringing it into the bedroom I because I think that it becomes an addiction. Yeah, and then it becomes a distraction. Yes, because, and you're right because what? Well, happens it is. is. It's distracting the woman. Right, <laughs> right, right. Well, not only distracting the woman, but making the woman feel like that's her only option to yeah. have an orgasm. And once she kind of buries that into her subconscious, then it makes it really hard for her to get back to the right, idea yeah. of right, physical right. connection. I've right. had that happen. problem. I've had that problem. Yeah. It's very, very hard to get back. Yeah, I agree. So, with you so 100%. that's why I literally try to discourage women from using it unless they need to. Right. Like if you need to, and your man isn't taking care right. of business, then right, right. absolutely take care of your right right but if you do have a man that is conscious mm -hmm. of course and cares yeah. enough to, oh, yeah. to make sure that you're satisfied then you know be honest with him and let him know like hey honey i'm not there yet right <laughs> you know but, i mean i but also some people are just freaks and love fucking gadgets man they're just like bring true. it on let's that's go hey, i know I mean, people I that know. use an excessive amount of lube yeah oh that's wow. another thing wow. like, I, all i think of is bladder infections oh, <laughs> oh my god See, i hate what? lube i hate lube i don't want to go yes can't stand it i'm always like do I wipe it? <laughs> Can you give me your underwear? I don't. This right. is so gross. Right. What are right. the better? So <laughs> I know. Like, whatever. Really? See, You're all like, yeah, let's go. No, but see, I think spit can take care of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. course. Spit takes care spit of the true. problem. Spit true. takes care so of everything. So again, it's like, spit on it. this is the difference, though. It's the difference between a man who is conscious of his wife or woman's needs, yeah. right? And somebody who's like completely ignorant and self-obsessed. Because when they're ignorant and self-obsessed, like, hand me the lube. I'll take care of this. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? As a Opposed to, I got you, honey. Don't worry. Right, I'm right. not going in dry. Right, right. No right. matter what. Yeah. And that's the key, right? Listen, fellas, listen. <laughs> don't go in dry. I mean, don't I mean, do it, like, man. Don't do it. You're gonna kill the girl, like... and then you wonder why she can't go all night. Well, geez, it's only been ten minutes, and you're wiped out. Well, yeah, because you've been sandpapering me for God's sake. <laughs> right, I get it. I get I'm it. like a vibrator G-spot girl, though. 
So like that for me are are my strongest orgasms. I think I think I'll have a talk with your husband and <laughs> teach him a few oh, tricks. No, he <laughs> does. No, <laughs> trust me, he's the only one that ever got me off from, okay, from going down on me. So, good. so he he's, knows. He's, but he I'm totally saying like knows. with the fingers, there's oh, like yeah. certain things that you can do that oh, you yeah, can no, emulate no. a well, vibrator. Oh no no I don't mean and, a dildo. No oh no no you vibrator. Mean like a little vibrator. Yeah, and right. his fingers uh, G spot. Oh yeah, no, no, he but hits I'm it in two you seconds. Can do, you can do the you same can do both, thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. The vibrator. Yes. No, right. I know. I, you know that one? Of course I do. Okay, I know. How do you think one. her two sons were created? <laughs> well, hopefully <laughs> not with fingers. They were created in a petri <laughs> dish. Wait a minute. You <laughs> actually? Had, he, wait. He came through his fingers. <laughs> what kind of sex is this? Why does my mind just go to ET? I don't know. <laughs> That's so weird. Have you seen? Okay, so so this new blowjob machine doesn't really work. Oh yeah, this fucking machine. Because my husband's. It keeps getting. It keeps oh, getting. It turns it, it off. He you've just tried he tried it, it and it, it 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 shuts it off. It gets jammed. I'm sure, he really appreciates you telling everybody this. <laughs> well, probably. I mean, but he found this thing the other day. We were here. I love Howard Stern. So we were we were leaving on Howard a bunch of times, right? Uh, back in the day. So back we were day. we not were not anymore. I not anymore. Yeah. So we were listening. So there's this new. Now they're moving towards ball uh, ball <laughs> sex stuff. <laughs> So there's this thing. Let me show you this picture. Just see that fucking thing. Wait, wait what? That's the balls. So in that you put thing. your balls okay. in something, and then it has a tip on it. So basically, your balls become you. You have your dick. You, you, your balls become your dick, and you're wait, putting it inside. Your, really? Yeah. yeah. So what? You put that in the woman? Yeah. Yes. In her butt? <laughs> no, no, in, her, in vagina. her vagina. But then what do you do the with balls? the other thing? Well, yes, you have your hand. No, I'm saying, what do you do with your penis? Yeah, you, you have your hand. hand. Apparently, it's like the new thing. I it's mean, you can jerk yourself off and be having sex with your nuts Why at the same God time. God's sake, I would you want to do that? This sounds awful, right? It sounds terrible. I, but it's fascinating. I never even thought about that. This sounds like the worst idea I've ever heard. You wouldn't want to cram your balls inside of no. Courtney's vagina? No, look at Why don't I use my ears to get a good look at you? I mean, what the hell is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of? <laughs> I mean, I, that this is like the new wave of Hold sex on, I'm going to go clean out my ears so I can get a good gander at you. <laughs> I'm getting some glasses for my earlobe. I'll be right back. <laughs> like, what the... Yeah, weird. Dude, All right. kids are fucking nuts nowadays. Kids are nuts. Uh, I think I'm just know looking for any way anything. to get anything. a thrill. Anything. Yeah, any way to get a thrill. Let me yes. tell you something. Here's what I'm waiting for. Oh, because I've heard someone's going to create it. I've heard it. I've heard it's in the works. The real doll that that moves and talks and like interacts. Have you heard about this? They no. have a, so you know about the real doll. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's the one that Howard has had yeah, forever yeah. since the 90s. So <laughs> yeah. they made an automated version of it where it actually, you know, gives Whoa. you a blowjob. It oh, actually shit. has, you know, so it's sex a robot. It's just a robot. You. It's a robot. It's yeah. a sex robot. It's a, yeah. 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 Wow. Now, now oh that one I would be almost willing to try, but I'm still afraid. Like, what happens if it, what like, if you okay. shut, no, what happens if it shuts down in the middle of, like, <laughs> yes. sex and your dick is caught in there? Do you and ever you're think like, about ah, <laughs> How do I run down the street with this thing attached to me? <laughs> no, it's not a woman. Shoot it. Shoot it. It's like sex, sex, sex. This is a movie, this is a movie ER. idea. This is a movie idea. <laughs> right? Do you ever get your blood, blood pressure taken and worry that it's not going to open up? <laughs> You're no. gonna get stuck in there. Yeah. Yeah. I always well, worry about that. that. Same, I like, same so concept. Those same same those concept. Machine, yeah. Yeah. Your dick. Now right. think about your your dude's dick in right. that fucking mechanism, dude. <laughs> I'm sure people have have done. So Corey, weird shit. Oh, we, we let me tell you, I've talked to emergency room doctors who have <laughs> yeah. told me stories about. <laughs> 
women and men yeah, coming in things. with things up their butt. Well, they put the, the egg. Have you seen that? There's the egg. You put like an egg up your vagina no or something. You're like, oh, talking, yeah. Hold on. Coke bottles. Coke yeah. bottles. Wait, two liter? I no. don't glass coke oh, bottles. Glass. Oh my god, what is wrong with people? Right. Glass. People put glass coke bottles up their butt. Oh. People put live animals. Yeah, yes. I don't know how you butt. get them there. Women do that too. They Women take do a that tube too. And they shove the tube and up then their the butt animal and then the animal crawls. Yeah. yeah. Women do that too though. They they do what? that a lot in Thailand. They they put things up at their vagina. Well, I've seen like pink. I've heard they also like, the sm pong. they smoke out of their vagina That's out there. Right. Yeah. How do you inhale it? You, and then well, you can, but you're not actually getting yeah, it. Yeah, you're not. You're not like actually. It's not going to your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? There's no through line. There's going to be like a new marketing for cigarettes now, <laughs> right? just exactly. to, to do yes. it there. Vagina smokes. Yes, vagina smokes. <laughs> vagina slims right? instead of Virginia slims. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Vagina slimes. Yeah, oh baby. my god, I love it. Oh god, so disgusting. Snail trails. <laughs> Gross. Okay, this took a totally different turn. Um, so we have some questions. So this is this is. Uh, uh, okay, wait, hold on. Uh, la, 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 la. Um, okay, so this is kind of a funny question. I thought maybe you'd be able to answer this because I'm just curious. So this person says, "Hi, Danielle and Scout. When I met you both at a recent con, I promised I would check out on the podcast. I'm now ten episodes in. So they have yes. a question: How much say, if any, should your partner have in your personal grooming habits? Every, my girlfriend everything. is constantly asking me why I choose to shave my armpits and pubic area but keep the rest of my body au natural. She says she doesn't mind, but I think we both know that would be a lie. I've never criticized or asked questions about her choice not to shave. Please advise. So how much, say, if any, should your partner have in All, your personal grooming everything. Habits? Really? All, absolutely. Huh. It's your partner. They're the ones that has to deal with the mess down there. Make yeah. it the way they want it. Right? How do you if prefer you're it? Listen, if you're preparing a feast yes. and you're cooking, <laughs> are you going to go by what you want to eat or are right. you going to go by what your guests want to eat? What your guests want to eat. That's right. You want to make the presentation for them. It's about them. Yeah. Have you? So Scout's been with girls. I've never gone down on a girl. I've made out with I've lots of girls. I've been with never plenty of girls. I can tell you all about <laughs> it. Do you prefer, what do you prefer? Clean, totally shaved, trimmed, or au natural, or does it depend on the girl? Yeah, it depends on the girl. Honestly, it didn't. It didn't. I mean, I've I've had um, <laughs> a, a lot variety. of different a variety, a variety, a variety, thirty-one flavors. So I feel like it, it never bothered me. Um, I mean, I think more going down on a man bothered me because their their hair it's is thicker. just different. <laughs> it's different. Is it? Yeah, and it gets caught in the back of your throat. So if you don't manage that, oh no, shit. it's you're it's right. More just like a, a random fly hair gets <laughs> caught back there. I, <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about. It, dude, but it happens it to guys too. I, 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 it sucks. It goes both it ways. It goes both ways. All the way back there, and you can't get it out. But, yeah. But that said, uh, uh, yes. my my perspective. Uh -huh. I like it clean. Yeah. I like everything clean. Okay. I'm a very clean type person. But that said, landing strips are cute, mm. you know. Have you been with like colors? Like now now girls like to like dye Do their like landing the strip like the, the pink and, and the, the <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to try I, that. I've seen the temporary, <laughs> but I've never had an actual permanent colored one. Okay. Uh, okay. I guess if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> like on Halloween, I think we had a rainbow or yeah? something. Oh. Remember when ladies were bedazzling? Yes. What? Yes. Vagina. Have you ever yes. seen a bedazzled oh, yes, vagina? Yes, yes, yeah. Many times. How sure. does it stay? They I've, just like, I've bedazzled a few myself. Oh. oh. What was your what did you bedazzle them with? 
Well, usually, you know, you want the little rhinestones and Did stuff like that. Did you make like a design? That. Oh, yeah. Be well, like a just, heart or a rainbow? Know, all or... sorts of things. Oh. I mean, you can either do it with several different stones, or you can just take, like, one or two stones and make it, you know, kind of an accented thing. Or I told you my we funny. We need to do a poll. How many women have had a bedazzled vagina? There you go. I, or how many honestly. dazzled vaginas have had poles? Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, <laughs> jokes. Did you ever put your pole up in your house? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, not shit, yet. girl. Not yet. I'm going to. I went to Disney World, okay? Oh, I, God. I felt weird putting my pole up before and Disney then going World. going to Disney a stripper pole? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had so many in my house. I was like, uh, scout, take one. That's um, nice. Wait, do you yeah. leave them up around your kids? No, this is before I had kids. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, no, So no. now she's that's passing down the torches. Would, would be she's all passing about them it. all down. So me and my ex-wife, me and my ex-wife used to have a sex swing. Okay, wow. That See, our friends I'm bought us. So our friends bought us the sex swing, you know, because we lived a very, my, you know, former life, we lived a very crazy open lifestyle yeah. mm -hmm. and so we would go to these crazy parties and you know we had crazy friends and so until i had a kid my life right. was insane yes. I mean, we did some crazy stuff and it was fun a lot of fun and and so my friends thought hey since we all have our parties at your house and everybody goes back to your house Just let's give there. you the big sex swing <laughs> so they bought me this apparatus it was this giant thing it took up like literally my whole bedroom oh my Whoa. god like it was this big black with all these pulls Holy and it had shit. a swing that came down in the middle and you could change out the seat and it could be any kind of seat you wanted some of them had Whoa. harnesses and leg straps and some of them had, you know it was just wow yeah lots of adjustments i don't want to be so do you rec do you recommend those um it was fun as a novelty yeah of course okay. it's, yeah but, but there's so much obstruction with it and mm. it takes up so much land so right much property. Do you really need all <laughs> that home that it's like you know if you throw a lot of parties it's a great party you know kind of gift yeah thing fun whatever, yeah right because yeah. everybody looks at it and then somebody will go use it and you'll be like go ahead have fun i wouldn't <laughs> even know what, what but, i wouldn't but, even know what to but, bring to but his that house said, but yeah. that said once we Flower. had a kid once we had a kid my wife's pregnant and oh. we do like the you know the the baby shower oh, yeah and we're like what are we gonna do with this thing <laughs> We can't have relatives coming up into our bedroom and seeing this giant monstrosity. In the like order. they don't know. No. I mean, no. no? no. Well, now they do. No. Yeah, they well, know. But this is 15 years yeah, ago. But I'm saying like, you know. Wow. You so anyway. I mean, she could nurse. She we, could lay in there and nurse him. Now, I now, mean, he's now, rocking. Now, now. You don't like a rocker? That is so wrong. That is just so wrong. Multi-use. No, oh no. God. So we, we, needless to say, we dismantled. Oh, and, uh, and, and where did it go? Away. Did it, it find a new away. home? It went into the garage until I eventually found a, a, a willing candidate <laughs> that wanted to <laughs> adopt the sex wing. And we said, we'll come visit it. And we never, never did. did. Of never course. did, of course. Oh, man. I can see you guys having a sex Swing. My husband's been wanting it forever. He wants like a dungeon. He, every time there's like a spare Christmas. room, he's like, "Well, be a dungeon." Christmas no, I fucking kid. No, we. I don't need and any of that. In your new house, that's what, what you gonna, know. He's what doing that. What are you gonna that? do with a dungeon anyway? Nothing. Yeah. I'm are you into? Are you into S no, no, I do not like to be dominated. No. I do not like See, any you. of that None stuff. Of that stuff no, right? no, no. Because if you had any trauma as a kid, done. I don't want it. The last thing you want is that shit. Yeah. No. Thank you. I would talk about this. I don't like to be tied up. And this is a great topic. Let me tell you because so many. Many people, so many people want to say that if you've had abuse as a child, that you're going to go on to be an abuser. No, that is complete yeah. horse crap. Bullshit. Let me tell you something. When you were abused as a child, 99.9% .9 of abuse victims 
grow up feeling like they want to protect everybody. Everybody. Because yeah. they never want another person yeah. to have to go through the pain that they experience. Yeah, of course. You know, that's why you break the cycle. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about. It's all about breaking the cycle, yeah. right? So it's like so crazy to me that the number one thing that pedophiles, predators and and protagonists of the sex trade who will all try to convince the public by gaslighting and saying oh if you're a uh you know a victim or somebody that's been through it then right. you're just going to continue the disease you're going to continue the, the whatever and and mm -hmm. keep hurting other people because it's a instant reaction that you've been hurt and you want to hurt other people mm -mm. these people don't know psychology right yeah. they don't know the first thing about being a victim because when you're a victim the last thing on your mind like you're even you're you're worried. Can I ever function normally? Right. Yeah. Can right. I even adopt the idea of sex and be okay with right. it again? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and you get one of the two. Either you're completely, um, uh, how do I say this? Uh, introverted mm -hmm. and completely backwards, mm -hmm. where to the point where you're so scared and mm -hmm. and petrified of the idea of sexuality that you don't even want to broach the subject. Yeah. Or you're the exact opposite and you're a freak. But if you're a freak, you're a freak under the terms of like anything can be done to me, yeah. yep. but I don't do anything to other That's people. That's right. Oh, we talked you about that. You know, both this. Scout we and I were, were an SLAA. So we both Which have Sex and Love Sex Addicts Anonymous. Okay. So we both 12 step programs. We both have had. Uh, I'm sure I could have had. I could have had permanent residency you there, but <laughs> I chose to go the other way and engage. <laughs> go ahead, bring it on. I like it. Let's keep it going. So that right. was us for years. Yes, exactly. We were like, help, help, whoa, help, whoa. Help, help. Somebody, right. please. What's going on? Throw me a life raft. <laughs> literally, yeah. literally. Yeah. You you hit your bottom, and then you're like, fuck. I got to do something because I can't keep doing. Can't keep hurting myself. But yeah, here you are talking about it anyway. Yeah, but you know, at least you're like with your person and like because you still want to be able to experience that of stuff course, of yeah. course. but you just can't like you know you have to do it in a safe way yourself. in a safe way yes. in a safe way yeah and it is it, that's exactly right it's all about respecting yeah. yourself 100 percent, loving yourself yes and being the best version of you that you can be yeah that's what absolutely. we should all strive for no matter what we've been through yeah mm -hmm. most beautiful people have been abused. Yeah. This is what, you know, when we were doing Corey's Angels, the reason why I created Corey's Angels is because I spent so much time at the Playboy Mansion and I saw how messed yeah. up all these girls' heads were. Yeah. Because 90% of the girls it. that were trying to become playmates yeah. really didn't even want to be taking their clothes off for right. a living. What yeah. they wanted was to be actresses or singers or yeah. dancers. They wanted some kind of legitimate career. So they thought, hey, I'll go do this and act like I'm okay with it while I get what I really want. Right. But unfortunately, what they didn't realize is that like, okay, if there's a thousand girls that go up to that mansion and one gets picked every month to be a playmate, yeah. that means only 12 out of all the thousand of you yeah. is actually gonna get a shot. And what do you have to do to get and that spot? That's right. Oh. And once you're there, once you have that shot, where do you think it's going to lead? Right. How many Pamela Andersons are there? Yeah. One. Yeah. How many Farrah Fawcett's are there? One. Right. How many, you know what I mean? Like, out of all the thousands of girls that went through the doors, mm -hmm. and we're talking tens of thousands yeah. that walked through the doors that didn't get anything, yeah. but out of the thousands that appeared in the magazine, how many do you remember? Yeah. Five? Yeah. yeah, or the ones that were murdered or died. Maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the point is, is that I had to, I had to break it down and go, listen, Here's the deal. And they hated me for this, by the way. I Who's mean, they? Well, the people that the ran Playboy the mansion. mansion. Yeah. Like, Hef and I had a great understanding because from what I was told, and I know there's this whole Secrets of Playboy thing, but, like, what I was told was that all the women that I knew that dated him or that were in the bedroom with him 
always said he was a gentleman, mm. always said he treated them with respect, and always said that he was classy. And I took a lot of what I did in my life dating multiple women at right. one time based on watching what he was doing mm. and right. how he treated women with mm -hmm. respect because that was always at the forefront for me. It was always about making sure that they felt respected, making sure that I was honest and open and transparent. Right. Even if I was completely destroyed and, and ruined because women lied to me, cheated on me, and broke my trust, it didn't mean that I had to be the same. So if I was going to, you know, like after my second marriage, I decided I was just going to have open relationships. That was the way it was going to mm -hmm. be. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to have open relationships, but I'm always going to be honest and I'm always going to communicate mm -hmm. and I'm always going to tell them, hey, I'm dating other girls. And if you're not OK with that, that's OK. I understand. We don't have to date. We can just be friends. If you are OK with it, maybe you'd like to meet them because you'll see very quickly that I don't lie to them and I don't lie to you. Right. Mm -hmm. It's all one big family and. Either you love it or you don't love it. And if you don't love it, that's okay. You don't have to be a part of it. Yeah. But always stay honest. Always stay open. Always stay communicative. What would the ladies so, say to yeah, that when you would tell curious. them? 99.9% .9 of the time, they were like, sounds good. Introduce me to the other girls. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Would they ever get into relationships? Absolutely. I mean, wow. that's what it was. Right. That's what, before we started Corey's Angels, I had 10 girlfriends that would come in and come out and girls would stay three days at a time, four days at a time, and then they'd leave. That's a lot of fucking glory. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, and I never, I never like, wanted... Jesus Christ, but no I guess idea. with 10, you as a woman, you're like, okay, I, you can have tonight. I'm, so, you know? so but it wasn't even like that. It was like we would all play, and then right. when somebody was tired or wanted a break, right. they would go to their own room and they would go sleep, you know what right, I mean? Right, so right. it was just always fun. It was right. always fun, and it was always open, and it was always honest, and people could communicate whatever they want. I mean, I've been to your parties. Yeah. I've been to Corey's Angels parties. Everybody was having a fucking great time. Right, but those weren't sex parties. No, 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 no. Right. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I was no, gonna no, ask. No. I was like, is it a sex party? No, 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 but that's the thing is that yeah. the people that were jealous of it that wanted to destroy it mm. tried to make know. it seem like, like it, it was, was something yeah. that it wasn't no we were like dancing playing pool and exactly. like no there was like a dj are you and courtney and like that now um we're from time to time we're let's put it this way we're open-minded people okay but we're not anything like i was at one time do you think yeah. you could be monogamous with one person um could i be or is that a choice um could you be of course yeah but be but it has to be a choice, right? It has to be a choice because the thing is I've been hurt so much. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That going into our relationship, the idea was she came into the middle of me having 10 girlfriends. Mm. You know, and it was like she got the same spiel. Right. I'm not looking for a relationship. If you want to be a part of it, you're welcome to be a part of it. But she was coming from an abusive relationship, so she needed my help. Mm. So I was like, look, I'll be your friend. I'll be there for you. I'll support you through this transition. But don't expect me to be your boyfriend because right. I've got other girlfriends and I'm here as your friend primarily and we can have fun, you know, friends with benefits. But yeah. just don't expect it to be a relationship. She's like totally fine because I don't want that either. And, and what I was, was like, it totally about her? Fine. Yeah. It was the fact that she wasn't jealous. She wasn't competitive. She didn't tell me I have to be the main one because even when you had those ten girlfriends, there would always be one that would feel like they were getting closer to the yeah. To the it's like edge. the bachelor, yeah. right? Oh yeah, it, it becomes that yeah. inadvertently, and I didn't want that. And I would always say, look, everybody's treated with the same love, the same respect. I don't ever want there to be favorites. I don't want anybody to feel like they've got an edge over the other one, and then they start playing, you know, pissy games and yeah. being rude and and crappy to each other. Yeah. I don't want that. I want love, 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 love. Mm -hmm. So that was always the vibe. But Courtney came in and she was just like, totally get it. Here's what she said to me. The first time she, she slept with me, she said, listen, I don't care how many women are in the room with us. 
All I care about is that I have one side every night. So it doesn't matter how many people are in the bed. I just care that I get one side of you every night. And I was like, that is the sweetest thing (laughs) I've ever heard. (laughs) And because you're so sweet. You're going to get it. Well, but but I didn't even, it wasn't a, uh, there wasn't like an ultimatum. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. At any time she could have left or at any time I could have said that's enough. But it was, we just said, fine. I said, yes, of course. You're so beautiful and so sweet. And the fact that you would say that, of course, automatically, yes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then she never pushed it. It was never like, oh, this girl's got to go or that girl's got to go. Right. You know, she never talked crap about anybody. She just loved everybody. And what I would see over and over was that they were trying to talk crap about her. Of course. They were trying to push her out. They were trying to make her look bad. And I would watch and I would see that there was no attitude coming from her. There was no whispering in my ear. None of that stuff, you know? Right. And that's what made me realize through the years, this is a a really down girl. This girl is like, got my back. She's a real human being. Are you going to have kids with her? I plan to. Oh, yes. Eventually. We're not there yet. But my son is almost 18. Yeah, yeah. He's at the final stages. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) making sure we got it right, you know, got to get it right the first time. He's a good kid, right? Yes, very good. Very good. He's never been arrested. He's never come home drunk. He's never, I mean, none of it. You know, I'm very blessed. Very blessed. He's very uh, focused because he wants to be an MMA fighter. Oh. He's training uh, every day. I just watched Every the fight the other training. night. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? N- th- I was watching for t- these two chicks that were fighting, and oh, it okay. was the w- like the worst fight ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was the it was the chick Rose that she held the world the world champion belt, and then it was she was competing against Cookie Monster, and neither okay. one of them there was like four rounds where none of them did anything. Oh wow! They were just like sparring. Oh we were like in the ring together. Even Jagger <laughs> was like, "Girls, do something!" something. Oh. I was like right. my three year old. Right. Was like, oh my god. Well, we, anyway, we went to the Apex over the summer last uh-huh. year, um, and I got to take him to the we were actually uh, in the in the vip circle or whatever for the uh um what's his name uh connor mcgregor mm-hmm. fight mm-hmm. yeah and donald trump was there oh, it was like five yeah. rows in front oh, of Jesus. us it was so weird it's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> surreal <laughs> kind of creepy um but yeah no it was a lot of fun and uh ridiculous amount of money to pay for those tickets. i'm sure oh my everything god. yeah oh my god but anyway yeah so he wants that he wants to be a pro mma fighter okay. but he's got to kind of get his way up the ranks as a boxer first but he's you know his name he's is disciplined his name is zen yeah and he fits the title okay like he's i don't think i've ever heard him really raise his voice wow like he raises his voice but i've never heard him like yell and like scream and like get all crazy like i've never heard that i don't think i can imagine you screaming either it's rare yeah it's rare i have to be really really angry yeah yeah like you'd have to you'd have to like kind of tell me that people were like in severe danger or like something was like my whole plan was about to be blown up or why do you think you get so much shit like i know you got so much shit for Corey's angels do you think people just don't fucking get it no i think that there's people that are literally out there 24 7 whose jobs are to destroy my image destroy my credibility and make people second guess who I am as a person. Do you think a lot of people do that to people in general nowadays? I think yeah. gaslighting and, and all of that is is very prominent yeah. in our in our life because people are very jealous. Yeah. But this is a conspired thing. This is very different. Millions of dollars have been spent to destroy my image. Millions of dollars. Like this goes on every level from them holding back some of my greatest work as an actor, where they will make sure that if a film is great and looks like it's an Academy Award nomination type you know, performance, 
they make sure it doesn't get a theatrical release in America, no matter what. Like stuff like that. What are some or, films that, that you're you know, super the fact proud that, of? Like, for example, my Wikipedia page has been completely taken over and dominated by the cult group that's been trying to destroy my image. So like if you go on IMDb right now, all of the awards, all of the accolades from like, you know, humanitarian awards or changing the laws to help animals mm -hmm. or protect children, none of that can be found. Instead, you'll find fake fictitious links to tabloids mm. that have false accusations gaslighting me, right. which started only when the movie came out right. from these three girls who were sent in as spies. It's all complicated. Yeah. But the bottom line is like Marilyn Manson was behind it. Um, you know, the people that I called out in the film, the documentary were behind it. Like all these people worked together and it started way back. Like literally the first time I ever read anything bad about me ever was right when I turned 18. Mm. So that shows you how, how lined up back, it is. Yeah. Well, how lined up it is. This is a systemic thing they do with children actors. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm sure the first time you had anything written bad about you was when you turned 18. I because don't even remember. they want to they want to take the power away by lessening your seriousness, your mm. credibility, so that if you're going to come forward with certain information, mm. they already have the upper hand to mm. take the strike. If you're a good person in their eyes and don't talk about things that you shouldn't talk about, you'll probably get another shot. Mm. You'll probably get a chance to revamp your career and go even further. But if you're somebody who's trying to make a difference or you're somebody that's, you know, being honest about things, they right, squash you down. down. Right. So this has been going on very perpetually and especially since I put my book out. So when my book came out in 2013, mm -hmm. that's when the first attack from Vice magazine happened mm. where it was like global, yeah. every single, I had no idea who Vice magazine was. Right. We let him into a Corey's Angels party thinking, you know, they were just going to write a normal story about right. us. No big deal, right? And then we find out that the whole thing was a setup. They were having girls like coming out of bushes and like taking pictures of them coming out of bushes or like, you know, like putting the lighting like super bright so that it like made everybody look like they were cracked out because you're looking yeah. all like watching out and pale and like there's actually strobe and colored right, lights right, going right. on yeah, yeah, but yeah. they wash it out so I've it looks like you're them. cracked out like so they were doing like really really like terrible stuff with the photography and then they got me to approve the article by writing the article that didn't look so bad mm. but all of the really bad stuff is in the captions and there oh. was no captions there because the photographs weren't in the place when they when they sent me the approval for the draft. So basically, they sent me a draft with no pictures, with no little you right. know things underneath the pictures, right, so right, you couldn't right. see what was being said. But all of the insults and all of the really That's degrading was. stuff was hidden in there. Oh, so what I approved, fuckers. yeah. So I approved the article, and then that one of their big things was, "What does he mean? He's got a problem with it? He approved it. Wow. He had full approval, and we gave him the approval." You know, Damn. they're so dirty. They're yeah. so dirty. They hurt me so badly. Destroyed my company. Ugh. And we were there, like I said, to help these yeah. women. Like the whole point of this thing was to help women, give them a chance. So they didn't have to go to Playboy. They didn't have to get naked. Right. They didn't have to sell themselves short. We're like, hey, you can still be sexy. You can wear sexy lingerie and look classy like right. Victoria's Secret, you know, and use that as your stepping stone so that then you can do professional work and you've never taken your clothes off. You've never gotten naked. You haven't like lessened yourself if right, that's what you right. want to consider it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so we gave them the opportunity to do that. And we were building 
entire profiles for these women based on their art. And that was the whole idea. And unfortunately, a couple bad apples got in. As I mm. said, they were sent in yeah. purposely to destroy the whole thing and hurt our credibility, coupled with a vice attack. It was all very well orchestrated. And so here's a psychological question. Um, the whole girls like bad boys, girls make sense. It's a forbidden thing, and I get why women, including myself, like the villains in, say, superhero movies like Loki, Winter Soldier, Poison Ivy, etc., because there's something fun yet redeemable about them. My question is, why do you think so many are attracted to horror movie villains who are just straight murderers? <laughs> I remember watching the well, OG I don't know, Halloween. why did Marilyn Man... I mean, Charles Manson get married while he was in uh, Panic Yeah, Hungary. I know, right? Um, so I remember watching the OG Halloween as, as a girl, and while I love Laurie, I was entranced by Michael, the same with Norman Bates and Psycho. Cut to me watching Scream at, like, age 10, and while I definitely had a thing for Sydney, I distinctly remember having a sexual awakening watching Billy and Stu's pseudo-sexual oh, reveal I did, as for the sure. killers. I did, too. I thought I was weird for a while until I got into the horror community, and I found many others with the same experience, but most agree that we don't have any attraction to real-life killers, so I'm not sure why that we you like know it of. in film. Any thoughts? Richard Ramirez is pretty hot. He is pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> I told Ski Ulrich, I told him, I was like, I fantasized about you when I was a kid. Of course. Was, dude, when I saw you in Scream. Of course. But what if he but wasn't he was just attractive? a really good looking yeah, guy. Yeah, what if I he mean, was like on. not hot? Was licking blood, that, that, that scene where the blood was but coming out of his mouth, like, I was like, Oh, okay. yeah, baby, yeah. you're doing it for me. <laughs> but she also thinks Charles Manson was hot. Oh, no. I liked his voice. You did? I liked his voice. Gross. I liked his voice. Oh, no, gross. His voice is like Disgusting. worms and snakes. Hey, I kind of like Hey, girl, so how you gross. doing? Oh, you're pretty freaking sexy. Why don't you come over here and join my little cult? <laughs> Would you play Charles Manson? No. No? <laughs> but I'll do his voice for two seconds on you the would, radio. You would probably, you'd be a yeah, fucking amazing Charles really Manson. Cool yeah, no, so what the, do you And think? then that would be it forever. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Corey Feldman is Charles Manson. Yeah, that would be, I'm done. I'm done. My cheeks are hurting from laughing so much during this podcast. I'm sorry. Oh I mean, I, but if Don't it, hold me responsible. <laughs> so do we know why or we don't know why? If Skeet wasn't hot in the movie, like why why are people are people really attracted to real murderers now? Skeet was like it's the better looking murderer. version of Johnny Depp. I'm sorry, but I said it. Oh, go oh. Skeet, go Skeet. He was. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying he isn't still an attractive man. I'm sure he is. In fact, I think attractive. I saw I think I saw a recent picture of him and he still looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah he, he was just great. on our show. Oh, he was? Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Did, 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 were you all moist? We should have. <laughs> did, did you leave a puddle behind after this? <laughs> no, we're too far into the friend zone for right, that. Right, There's you, nothing gotcha. over here. Gotcha. <laughs> oh my goodness. Your song, Former Child Actor. Yes. Um, I Will you read some of the lyrics for me? I printed it out for you in case you don't remember. Because you it's don't been a while. Sing, just we, we actually don't perform that one on stage. Because, you know, Scout and I are, are kid actors. So, yeah. obviously, you know I think that. it works for all of us, right? Yeah, That's so why I, I, I wrote it as kind it. of an anthem for all of us. Yeah. It's yes. kind of interesting, and I thought okay. we would kind of end on it a little bit. And you know that I... I I actually co-wrote this with Rick Springfield. Rick Springfield. So here's the yes. deal. And funny thing is I called Rick and I said, Rick, you know, our song is out and it's da-da-da-da-da. And he's like, I don't remember writing that song. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I mean, I, I remember we wrote a song together. I just don't remember it being that. 
And I'm like, well, that's, and then I found my notes years later as I was going and looking through the box set stuff, trying yeah. to put this box set together. And I actually found the original song was called Condition Idol. So Rick, if you happen to hear this, that's what happened because yes. I lost his number. So I haven't told him, but the original song was called Condition Idol. And it was the same verse lyrics. I changed the chorus to make it former child actor. But, uh, but yes, it was called Condition Idol, which the whole concept was, you know, being a teen idol and being locked in a cage mm -hmm. and not being able able to have a voice or a personality yeah. or anything after that. So what it's, th and this was definitely Rick and I wrote this first part together. I've been boxed in, locked out, shut down. I want so much more. You can't see me. You can't free me. I am just your whore. Uh, I watch the faces turn away. The work I do is all in vain. I look around for someone to blame. I could have been great. I could have been a contender, but now I can't do shit because I'm a former child actor. My message is strength, and that should be a factor, but no one gives a crap because I'm a former child actor. Damn. The war I will rage, no, it's the war I will wage, mm. is like a nuclear reactor, but the headline still reads, he's just a former child actor. And even though that don't mean shit to you, I still got to sleep with me. Ugh. That's just the first verse and chorus. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you so you guys can relate. Our, uh, you guys can relate with that. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Can Don't get we that. ever. That makes me feel, you know, that actually makes me feel really happy. That yeah. gives me a lot of pride. Oh, thank we you. can relate, Corey. I'm glad. Thank you. A hundred percent. So, you know, when I wrote the song, when I released it, and, and this will be a quick one, but when I released it, I performed it live at Tower Records mm -hmm. on Sunset, yeah. when Tower Records on Sunset was still a thing, and yeah. MTV came down and they filmed it, and that was when Justin, uh, Justin, uh, not Timberlake, I was just starting, okay. okay? And they came down and they said, you know, there's this whole thing going around MTV News right now saying that Justin Timberlake is trying to steal your act. And oh. I said, what do you mean? He's like, you know, because he does like the whole MJ thing and he's like stealing your act and you were doing this first. So what do you have to say to him? <laughs> and I was like, I'm just a former child actor. <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, hey, what do you want me to say? <laughs> but anyway, so we did this song and we were we were releasing this at Tower Records. And um, and it was just like I thought, what a great idea it would be to get all of the old actors that I grew up with to come out on stage with me and sing it like an anthem, like a chorus. And, you know, I called Todd Bridges, mm -hmm. I called this one, that one, and everybody's like, no, 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 no. We don't want to be a part of this. This is your own thing. We don't want to be a part of it. Because, like, it was, like, all this ego stuff. And then, next thing you know, they do Dickie Roberts. Right. And they actually used one of my songs in Dickie Roberts and paid me a lot of money to be in one scene mm -hmm. in that movie. And then all of a sudden they called me up and said, oh, there's this other scene. Corey Haim's going to do it. Would you just come and sing in the chorus for two seconds for it? We're doing like this. We are the world of child actors. Okay. But it wasn't. It was all TV people uh, that had done like one hit TV show. Uh, and it was very different not, than me and Corey. Yeah. And we didn't belong there. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like now here we go again. Right. You're trying to pigeonhole me on right. top of my pigeonhole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah. You're trying to rebox me into right. another box besides the box you already had me in. Right. Like it's so insulting. I know. It goes on and on uh, we are but. former yeah. child actors <laughs> so you get it i get it but guess what you're a lovely beautiful woman with a lovely beautiful family thank you and you've done very well for yourself mm -hmm. and, and you are you a lovely too. woman as well and maybe you don't have the family yet but you've got all the makings Soon. all you're the makings of an incredible family <laughs> yes. and in the meantime 
come out with Courtney and I and we'll show you a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we will be front row in Texas for That's your right. you show. Better be. You and better then be. I want to be invited to that strip club with you guys. Wait, yeah. what strip club? Wherever Wait. we're going to go after. Oh, I don't know about all that. We're on tour, girl. Uh, but thank yeah. you, Corey, for being, being oh, here. Thank really. you so and you guys, much. please buy, get this on his website and wherever wherever please. else is sold. CoreyFeldman.net. Yes, yeah. it's pretty fucking awesome. So thank you so thanks, much. Thanks, Corey. Bye, guys. Love Bye. you guys. Bye. Peace and love. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 